Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Good morning, happy new year, and welcome in. This is First Take on WWLAMFM.com and the Odyssey app. I'm Jeff Nowak. And Steve Geller out in his familiar stomping grounds up there in Philly, or at least the stomping grounds that he likes a lot. Uh, how you doing out there, Steve? <laughs> how was your New Year's Eve? Uh, doing great. Got in yesterday. It was rainy here in Philadelphia, but a much different site this morning and 2023 welcoming him in we got sunny skies it's around 47 degrees right now there was a little fog coming in and that's even cleared up right now the the sun's beaming down into the stadium and just a really comfortable experience compared to last week in cleveland for sure yeah if you had asked me before the season which of these two games cleveland or philadelphia was going to be bitter cold and miserable i would have guessed philadelphia just because you know what i know about philadelphia but it's not it's probably warmer there than it is here right now. I mean, it's 55 degrees here, and it's probably close to that, if not warmer there. You know, it's going to be a very, very, very different game um, than what we saw last week. And that's and that's important for a couple reasons. One, because the Saints are playing an Eagles team that, you know, puts up points about as well as anybody, even with a backup quarterback in Gardner Minshew, who we're expecting right. to see today. And the Saints are going to have to, follow, you know, uh, keep pace, right? <laughs> There's not going to be a 17-10 win in this game. You're going to have to put up points. Yeah, I would imagine so. Just the Philadelphia offense just has weapons. You know, the, the wide receivers might be the best duo in the NFL right now. Uh, they got a potent running game, uh, even without Jalen Hurts at, uh, at quarterback. And their defense is uh, elite as well. So uh, all around, this is definitely the biggest challenge for this Saints squad this year coming on the road. And luckily... Man, the weather won't play a factor in this game. We're not talking about the the blistering cold or the wind today. No, no, and and this is an Eagles team that you know I think they lost by six to the Cowboys last week with Gardner Minshew. They probably should have won that game. Um, they they were in the lead in the fourth quarter, I believe. And so this is not a team that is going to have any lack of motivation or any lack of ability. 
Um, uh, still playing for that one seed overall. Yeah, and so we can get into that a little bit. So the Saints really wanted the Eagles to win last week, to beat the Cowboys <laughs> last week, because it would have meant that they went into this week with as little motivation as possible. Now people would say, well, they could still ruin the Saints draft pick. Or I'm sorry, they could, yeah, worsen the Saints draft pick, which in, in essence means they get a better draft pick. Whatever. I don't think that would have changed much, but it doesn't. it's not a factor anymore. Like they need to win this game in order yeah. to be able to – not only rest players next week, but to get into next week not having to win to win the NFC East. Like, the Cowboys won on Thursday night, so that means that if the Eagles don't win today, they could go into Week 18 not only at risk of not getting the one seed, they'd go in not risking losing their division after starting 13-2, and which is crazy. It's something that you'd imagine would only happen to the Saints, right? Yeah, right now, sorry, the music started <laughs> blaring. Uh, this didn't happen last week in Cleveland, but the cheerleaders are now warming up. I don't think we saw any cheerleaders last week in Cleveland. You know what was weird, Jeff? Coming into the stadium, we got, like, double-checked coming in, but, like, the cheerleaders behind the Saints radio staff, they just were allowed to walk in. So whatever they had in their bags, no concern to security, but we got, we got our bags double-checked. I don't know if it's because we're from New Orleans or what. Yeah, I don't trust you. <laughs> I, I called in to make sure that they would that they would do their due diligence because you you know you're you're a, you're a risky looking. We're definitely guy. a shady crew, right? Yeah, that's what I've always said. All right, so we usually go through the injury report in this first segment. Right. So let's let's do that. It's actually a, a slightly better injury report than last week. No players went on injured reserve, which anytime you can say that this season is great for the Saints, right? Um, there are three players listed as out on this injury report. Um, Two of them also missed last week. So you have safety Marcus May. He's going to miss another game with that shoulder injury. It's been a really rough week for him. He didn't practice all week. Uh, left guard Andres Pete is going to miss with an ankle injury. He went down with that injury midway through the game against the Browns. Just another injury-plagued season for Andres. And then running back Dwayne yeah, Washington. He, he looked to right. be in a lot of pain, too. Yeah, it, didn't, it was not a uh, good-looking injury. It looks like, yeah, that's going to be something that hampers him. You know, possibly could end his season, uh, but we'll have to wait and see on that. Uh, and then running back Dwayne Washington, still out with the migraines. Dennis Allen said that he's they seem to be getting better. They're dissipating, but there's still too much of a factor to play with. So he will be out as well. But the good news is that's the end of that list. There is no other players listed as out for this game. And, you know, that's a shorter list than we have seen through a lot of weeks of this season. Yeah, and thankfully that, um, you know, we saw Alvin Kamara come back to practice on Friday, because at first it kind of, you know, concerning that he was out with that non-injury related personal issues, but was also listed with a quadricep, but was a full go of practice. He's got no injury designation game status next to him, so he's full go for today. And then uh, questionable, uh, pretty much the same old, uh, the batch that we were used to right now with corner Marshawn Lattimore, uh, Chris Olave, questionable again this week. They're going to need him today, hoping he plays. Pete Warner, still questionable uh, with a hamstring issue. Chase Hansen, <laughs> Mr. Mister uh, Bevy of in Who's had more injuries, Andrews Pete or Chase Hansen? It's a good question. I can tell you Chase hasn't played as many games. Um, no, that's true. That's not necessarily an injury thing, but it is. He's just one of those guys that's like if he steps on the football field, he's going to end up <laughs> with an injury. It's It's kind of amazing. 
Like, even throughout the week, he wasn't even on there. He was a full participant on Friday, <laughs> but he still landed on the injury report for some reason. It, his relationship with injuries is kind of is kind of fascinating, but hopefully hopefully it's something he can play through. He was out there last week. I thought he played a decent game. It was good to see him on the field because he's a guy who, you know, he always shines in the preseason. He always shows up in camp. And then by the time the season rolls around, you just never get to see him. So uh, maybe he's a guy who can have an impact, especially if Pete Werner can't go today. We, we, right. I expect he will try to give it a go. But you never know, and it's one of those things where he could, you know, re-aggravate it. Hamstring injuries are, like, notoriously finicky in terms of re-injury risk, and, you know, you look fine, you feel fine, and then suddenly, you know, it goes, and you're back to square one. So that's something to watch for Chris Olave and Pete Werner. Um, but those are going to be very important guys for the Saints today. And uh, wrapping up the injury updates for the Saints, uh, Justin Evans left last game with a shoulder issue. He was limited in practice all week, so he is also questionable. That's a little concerning for the Saints at safety with Marcus May out and possibly Justin Evans. So uh, that's going to be something to watch, especially against a tough Eagles receiving core. You know, I mentioned, you know, with A.J. Brown and Devonta Smith, and you also have the tight end Dallas Goddard there. That That's a pretty uh, lethal trio to have to deal with so the secondary definitely in for a challenge today yeah and, and it's also because you're asking tyron matthew to be a volume tackler and that's right asking a lot of a guy he did lead the saints in tackles last week he leads the saints in solo tackles this year with 56 now it's kind of misleading because pete werner's missed several games if you combine caden ellis and pete werner starts the well linebacker position technically would be leading the saints in solo tackles and that's more in line with what you'd expect but yeah you're gonna have to you're gonna have to find someone to play to play deep right you're gonna either just not or well if it's not justin evans maybe daniel Sorensen who got that interception last week who kind of entered the game for Justin Evans so he was in the right place at the right. right time and then or maybe JT Gray who you know is finally not appearing on injury reports anymore which is good for him because he's been dealing with something all season um, he might get some snaps he, he's I thought he's I think he's looked solid in in limited action this season but you can kind of see like over time he'll get exposed and you kind of understand like yes this is why he's a special teams ace and not your starting free safety um but yeah, and against a team like this with those elite weapons, yeah, you're gonna, they're gonna test you. They're gonna test you, and you're gonna have to have the answers, or you're gonna have a long day. And uh, you, you know, look who was elevated for the Saints yesterday. Uh, receiver Keith Kirkwood. I don't know if I should be concerned. That does that mean that Chris Olave is a no go for today? That's definitely a wait and see kind of thing. And also, guard center Josh Andrews also brought up to the active roster from the practice squad. Yeah, same same as last week, right? Like that's. Those are the two players you elevated um, ahead of the Browns game. And Josh Andrews makes a whole lot of sense, <laughs> just like it did last week. You don't have Cesar Ruiz anymore. He's on injured reserve. So you need someone to be able to play center if <laughs> you end up in that situation, if Eric McCoy goes down. And then, yeah, Keith Kirkwood. I don't know. I think you just need bodies at wide receiver, if I'm being honest. Like, you don't, you still don't have Jarvis Landry. Obviously, you don't have Mike Thomas. So you're looking at, you know, you're looking at Chris Olave, Traquan Smith, Marquez Calloway, you know, Rashid Shahid. So you, you probably need just a, an, an extra blocking wide receiver. So I'm not going to read too much into that. Um, but you do want to see Chris Olave out there. I do want to see him have a solid two games to close the season. And I do want to see this Saints team have a solid two games to close the season. Because I think one way or another, you're going to look back at these final four games as you go into the offseason and you're going to feel some type of way about it, right? You, you want to be able, even if you miss the playoffs, even if you win these final two games and you can't get into the postseason, finishing on a four-game winning streak 
is gonna is gonna send you into the offseason, send you into next season, feeling a lot differently about what this team can accomplish than you know just getting blown out in this game. I think they, I think that will hinge pretty quickly. Yeah, and I mean, obviously a big question too. And I think we, we you know, obviously everyone's expecting Gardner Minshew to be a quarterback since the Eagles have listed uh, MVP candidate Jalen Hurts is doubtful today with his right shoulder, which is his throwing shoulder. He started out the week Wednesday as not practicing, then was limited Thursday, Friday. I feel like the Eagles' defense pretty much let them down in that game against the Cowboys, so I feel like they'd be comfortable enough to start Minshew in this game uh, for them to try and wrap up the number one seed. Obviously, we we talked about they still have something to play for, but I don't know if still putting Jalen Hurts out there with that, you know, damaged throwing shoulder is worth the risk for today. Yeah, I think think Jalen getting back to practice was – more about wanting to get Jalen back to practice so that he can yeah. come back maybe next week if you need him, and also just to sow a seed of doubt in the Saints' mind so they have to prepare for multiple guys, right? I think that's really what you're doing there. The other two guys that list is out are right tackle Lane Johnson, another reason you might want to not throw Jalen Hurts back there because uh, hmm. that could end up going badly at right tackle. And then cornerback Avante Maddox. Um, a lot of Saints fans are obviously aware C.J. Gardner-Johnson's out there in Philly hmm. as well. He... Has, was not activated off injured reserve. He's dealing with a similar injury to Marshawn Lattimore, uh, kind of a ruptured kidney ditch situation. Um, so he's dealing with that. He will not play. And that's, I'm, you know, it's probably not a bummer for Saints fans because he would probably drive them nuts if they had to watch him run around and, and be a pest. But it's going to be a bummer for, Mar- for um, CJ. Like, I'm sure that this was one that was circled on his calendar from the second he got traded. And, uh, you know, it's it's a bummer. To, I, I'm bummed I won't, I won't get to see him out there because I've always been a big CJ fan. But um, it's, definitely, and I think yeah. I I think I joked with you on our Inside Black and Gold podcast that I might make my way over to the Eagles sideline for a little bit just to hang it around CJ Gardner Johnson to see what he's spewing at the field and what he's saying to the guys. Yeah, I think we talked about like who would he be beefing with? Um, <laughs> Mike Thomas isn't there. He'd be the obvious target, but. The uh, the guy that I that I think it would be if he's on the field would be Trey Quan. I don't know why I think uh, he and Trey he and Trey would have some good banter going back and forth. I'll have to watch. For I that. could see him yelling at, at Dalton. Uh, Andy's in a good mood. TCU won. <laughs> you know, so he's got that horned frog pride going on. Um, yes, indeed. So I, I, and he's never. I I just can't picture Andy getting into a turf war with CJ. I, it's just no, no. But I could see like CJ trying to get under his skin. Oh yeah, yeah. I just don't know if Andy would engage. That's kind respond, of respond, right? Yeah, like like Andy's a, Andy's a, a grown up. All right, it's like I got kids. I don't need this noise. All right, I hear this all day anyway. Yes, yes. All right, we're gonna be back on first takes. To keep it locked on WWO. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Yeah, that tracks. Got Chris Coleman back there uh, being a being a hooligan. All right. Back here on WWL. This is first take. We're getting ready for Saints Eagles week 17. And uh, the Saints are going to go into this game as underdogs. Not as big of underdogs as I thought they would be. I think it's about five and a half points. And, uh, you know, when you, I guess when you're going in with your backup quarterback, that uh, that swings it around. But. Steve, what 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 is your kind of feeling on this game? I I could see it going either way. I watched this Eagles team completely dominate a playoff team in the Giants two weeks ago, um, right. or three weeks ago. I can't remember how many weeks. That's so many weeks. I can't even keep track of it all. But you know, I could see this game going that way. I could see this being a blowout or as like a game where the Saints defense really asserts itself. I can't quite figure it out. What do you think? The one thing that gives me hope for this game for the Saints is the fact that the defense has been standing tall of late. They haven't been letting many points on the board, uh, albeit, yeah, they haven't faced a real offensive juggernaut either like this Philadelphia Eagles squad. Um, not having a guy like Jalen Hurts will obviously be a benefit for them because, you know, we've seen the Saints squad and Dennis Allen's defense just struggle against him those pa- those previous meetings. So that, that's another one that gives me hope, too. I'm not saying that Gardner Minshew isn't a capable quarterback, but he doesn't have that, uh, that same, you know, runability that Jalen Hurts presents, that, that double dual threat. And I could see this being a three- to six-point kind of matchup. I don't think this, the, the Saints will get blown out today. Well, we're going to find out. We're going to get more insight into this matchup. We're going to bring in Mike Dettelier, WWL, NFL and college football analyst. Mike D's Notebook, brought to you by the Sports Medicine Center, Thibodeau Regional Health System. Mike, how you doing this morning? I'm good. Uh, Merry New Year's, everybody. And yes. I got one question to ask Geller. How he's Yo. doing Saints pregame? <laughs> I mean, you know, he's the biggest Eagles fan they got. <laughs> so, other than getting a paycheck, Geller, you got to explain to me, uh, you know, on this New Year's 2023. Man, I, I grew up a big Randall Cunningham, Mike Quick fan, and, you know, Reggie White. Uh, but those that's a, that's a long, long gone. Ever since 
I became part of the Saints win, Nation. But, but y'all didn't win nothing. With all, with all that no. talent. Man, man y'all, y'all were is, good. Now, listen, I, I'll give it to them. But when Buddy was there, that defense was rolling. The offense just didn't click. And I think, uh, Steve, you probably could answer this better than me. I think that's the difference this year for Eagles fans. Man, what? We got A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith. Uh, yeah. You got Goddard at tight end. Uh, Jalen Hurts, before he went down, he was like at an MVP level. He had the best offensive line in pro football. Now, it's not the same without Lane at right tackle. I think it's the best right tackle. But here's the thing. How can five dudes get named to the Pro Bowl team on hmm. one offensive line? Yeah. That goes to show how good you are. That's the difference between, like, when Buddy Ryan was coaching and they had that thing rolling on defense. Man, this offense wasn't nearly as good, and it, it won't be today because you don't have Jalen. And I got a lot of respect for Jalen. You, you talk about a tough kid, mentally, physically tough guy. He's built like a fullback. First time I saw him, you know, he was at Manning camp. And, you know, you get up close to him, you know, when he's throwing the ball, you're like, wait a minute, when they brought this fullback <laughs> into play quarterback, because that's what he's built like, like a big fullback. And, boy, but he is fast, and he can throw the football. He's gotten better there. And then I'll never forget, I think we the only interview people that caught Gardner Minshew. He comes down and tells me the story about went to the same high school as Demario Davis, uh, bounced around the college football world. And he was like, Coach, I'm just telling you, I was going to go to Alabama and be a backup and become a coach. And I got a call from Mike Leach saying, hey, listen, I think you can run my offense at Washington State. All he does that year, he's the Pac-12 player of the year. He's a tough dude now. Again, his limitations is – and uh, I know Garrett Nussmeyer, he, he didn't like when I called him this, but we settled that, that he's a gunslinger. Man, he's going to take chances out on the field. We saw it last week against the Cowboys. He took some chances. They had turnovers. That today is maybe the Saints' biggest asset, is that Jalen's not going to turn the ball over as much as Minshew, but Minshew's going to take some chances downfield on some throws that maybe Jalen would stay away from. For the Saints uh, to win this game or to keep it close, I think they're going to have to get some help by the Eagles' offense and turning the ball over. And you know what? Cowboys got it last week. Fumbles yeah. and interceptions. It, it, it gave the Cowboys an opportunity to win, and they took advantage of it. So, man, listen, if the Saints get that same chance <clears> – <throat> Hey, don't settle for no damn field goal. you got to score a touchdown. Mike, what's your take on a guy like Miles Sanders? We always talk about this Eagles passing attack, but they really are a run-first kind of team. Obviously, that that rushing attack gets hurt if Jalen Hurts is unable to go for them today. But, man, Miles Sanders has done a heck of a job since coming out at Penn State. Yeah, and, Steve, he was a best I use this term a lot. He got a lot of rubber on the rims. I mean, he, he wasn't a heavily used back uh, at Penn State. Really wasn't. Uh, so, you know, I, I like his shiftiness. He's really built strong from the waist down. 
his ability to step in and out of a tackle. He catches the ball pretty decent coming out of the backfield, but he's got really good eye vision. I, I think that's probably the biggest trait for him, his ability to spot things up front quickly and then get up the field. But he, he didn't have a lot of mileage on him. You know, it's like buying a, a car, and, you know, instead of, you know, 30,000 miles on a used car, you're getting it at seven. Because, you know, Penn State went a lot of different ways other than miles, other than yeah. toward, you know, his final season there. So I, I think he's a big catalyst. But I know a lot of backs that can run behind that offensive line and be productive. You know, they they got a lot of different weapons to use now. They are built, and you are correct. Uh, they built on the running game, and then in the off season, they went out and I think pulled off the biggest trade uh, in the NFL for an impact player in AJ Brown. And I've been covering the Titans uh, mm-hmm. since they came to Nashville, and they got John Robinson fired. They got the GM from there fired because of trading him off because he had told me before the draft, Mike, I'm not paying a receiver $20 million a year. <laughs> well, now you home. Watch it. You're not, you're not GMing no more. And, uh, you know, I give Howie credit. He stepped in when he needed to. And, you know, you got that, that other young man from Louisiana, Devontae Smith, and, and yes, Goddard. Indeed. Man, that, that's a lot of talent uh, to throw the football to. But Miles – is a big part of it because that's what the Eagles want to do. They want to beat you up in the running game with that big physical offensive line and then have Sanders kind of grind it out. And then they hit you the big play over the top. Yeah, and you mentioned, you know, Howie Roseman and the way the way that the Eagles went about building this team, particularly the defense, is really fascinating to me because, like, as you mentioned, the A.J. Brown trade, they brought in Gardner Minshew, but then on the defensive side, you know, probably eight or nine of the players that you're going to see on the field at any point weren't drafted by the Eagles. They were either acquired by trade, they were signed. You know, obviously we know about the C.J. Gardner-Johnson trade, but they also brought in James Bradbury, who came from the Giants. You know, Linval Joseph and Dominic and Sue, Hassan Reddick, Kaiser White, uh, Josh Sweat. These are all guys that they either traded for or brought in. But the guy who, you know, I think Saints fans could go away from this game cursing his name has one of the bitter nicknames in the NFL. It's Big Play Slay, Darius Slay. (laughs) He went to Mississippi State a decade ago. Um, You know, he's a guy who, if you make a mistake in his side of the field, he will burn you. Uh, And, uh, you know, it's the type, he's the type of player that the Saints know they have in Marshawn Lattimore and think they have in Elante Taylor. You know, what should what, what what have you seen from him and what makes him so difficult and such a big play threat on the defensive side of the ball? When he came out of Mississippi State, I had him as a first round pick. I, I, I was surprised he lasted until round two. Um, he's a long, real lean cover guy. He's got really good ball skills. His ability to so smoothly turn and run with the receiver. <clears throat> they don't test him much <laughs> and I wouldn't you know, every once in a while I gotta throw it toward his side of the field. But if you think you're going to make hay throwing the football at Slay's side of the field, uh, you better think again. I still don't understand why the Lions traded him. Right. Because he's another one. He didn't start with the Eagles. He's another guy that they dealt for. And uh, he, he's one of the top five or six corners in the NFL. No question about it. And he's, he plays the game with a lot of confidence. Uh, he's got amnesia. Okay, he might give up a big play. It don't affect the next snap. And I want to see that in a corner. He didn't get tested a lot 
United States. I'll be honest with you. Man, teams, well, we're going to throw the other side of the field. We're not going after Slate. And he was a terrific football player in college. I thought he was like 25th uh, on my scale. And I still don't see how he got out of round one. Lions were able to get him. Then he wanted to get paid, and the Lions were trying to be cheap with him. So they dealt him off. And, I get, again, from a year ago, Steve, you could probably answer this better than me. Man, Howie Roseman, he was the most cursed man in Philly. And now he's pretty near genius for all the stuff he's done <laughs> to acquire all this talent. And you think about Hassan Reddick, who has really turned out to be a great player. And I think on Jeopardy, most people wouldn't get this. Who leads? Which team leads the league in sacks? The Eagles. And most people couldn't tell you who their edge rushers are. They might get right. Fletcher Cox, but he's he's not the the edge rusher he once was. But they come at you all kind of different ways. Hassan Reddick's been a great pickup for them, and I give I give Howie a lot of credit because he was under the gun uh, when Soriani got brought in. Uh, Man, that first press conference wasn't good. But no. he has shown he's got an excellent coaching staff. His team's prepared, um, and they ready to roll, and they deep. And they got draft choices for the next couple of years, too. And one of them, you know, thanks to the Saints. Hmm. Yeah, Mike, you mentioned with Roseman. I, I've told you a bunch of times, every time I see the gritty, my heart breaks a little more for that move of, of passing on one, Justin Jefferson. That was one Justin Jefferson in the move. draft. Oh, my yeah. Lord. One, uh, because he picked Rager, he fell in love with the athleticism, and he forgot one thing, which dude can play football. Now, and what's, what's, funny is, what's funny is Rager's on Philadelphia now. What? Minnesota. I was going to say what's funny is um, Rager's uh, on the yeah, is on yeah. Minnesota now. Yeah, it is. It, it's unbelievable. But, man, had he picked Jefferson. I think how loaded this team would be. Uh, so, man, Philly, though, they've hit everything right. And so, and other than San Francisco, can can you guys think of any team in the NFC that, that can right. beat them? Maybe the 49ers could. Now, I don't know how Brock Purdy's going to play in that game, but I know that defense can hang. Uh, I know the 49ers defense can hang with the Eagles. But if they got Jalen Hurts healthy, uh, this team – it is legitimately, and, and sometimes it's overdrawn about, oh, they're a uh, Super Bowl team. No, this is a legitimate Super Bowl contending team. They're that good. Saints win this game today. You could say it's the biggest upset of the season. Well, I'll tell you what. The Saints fans are hoping there is at least one team that can beat the Eagles, and it's going to be the Saints today. Thanks so much, Mike, for your insight. As always, right, enjoy guys. the game. Y'all take care. All right, that was Mike D's Notebook brought to you by the Sports Medicine Center of Thibodeau Regional Health System. I'm Jeff Nowak along Steve Geller on First Take. Keep it locked on WWL. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. After the end of a good fight, 
You deserve an ice cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. If I can bring you back to April when the trade with the Saints was made, what was your reaction as a head coach thinking you had to wait a year for that first rounder, two years for that second rounder? And then is it, um, for lack of a, of a better term, another motivation this week to try to improve that draft pick? Well, sure. I mean, obviously our motivation obviously is to win the division and then to, and to, and to get the first round by, which is all in our grasp now, right? This isn't like, you know, you guys maybe would ask me this question in the middle of the year, and I'm saying, and I, what, you know exactly what I'm going to say. You can already type it in there and, and keep it in that ink that you type it in, is that he's going to say, I'm just worried about this game. Well, this game directly affects the both those two things, and it affects the draft status. So, sure, like, what, I mean, and, and so, like, but we are focused on right in the now in the season, and, you know, it'll be sweet that we if we can go out there and, and get this win, and then once we're making the draft pick later, we can say to ourselves, well, that really did help us out. And that's that's our goal, though, is just to win this game. And um, as far as your question about, like, what my mindset was or, like, what I kind of was thinking right there, I don't know. I mean, I just uh, – since I've been here and and how much trust I have in Howie, it was just like, hey, that, that – great trade um we'll get our we'll get our draft pick next year and we'll pick up an extra one cool i'm, I'm into that and uh uh whatever we think we got to do to to make this team better back here on first take jeff Nowak along with steve geller and that was nick sirianni talking about you know how the basically how the eagles are approaching this kind of situation where they not only can clinch the nfc east they can improve their own draft pick that they are taking from the saints in the process. And, you know, it's like, you're talking about like a bird in the hands or two in the bush. Like they have all of the birds in all of their hands <laughs> and uh, they, they're like, and it's like, you don't even need the motivation. That, that's the best part for the Eagles is like, yeah, I think you could go into this game and saying, if they didn't, if that was the only thing they had to improve their draft pick, it probably wouldn't have impacted them that much in terms of motivation. In this game, they don't need it anymore. They already have it. And it's just like, yeah, of course we want to make our draft pick better if we can. Um, but yeah, it's, it's got to be nice to be on the Eagles' side of things at this point. Yeah, they're definitely got their hands rubbing together, thinking about you know all the assets they have going into the 2023 NFL Draft. And right now, that Saints pick would be tenth overall. I know that's dropped a little bit uh, since you know the Black and Gold have won their last two games. We haven't even gotten into that. They're actually on a two-game winning streak and can go for number three. Heave ho, three in a row today in Philadelphia and yeah I mean for the Saints obviously they're trying to keep their their slim playoff hopes alive right now and you know why not just worsen that draft pick that you sent over to Philadelphia uh, so it doesn't look you know so bad you know when fans see them maybe picking in the 15 16 17 type of range instead of it being a top 10 pick 
Yeah, and so you know, if anyone was wondering, you know, that can still change drastically, right? Right. Like, right. So the Saints are six and nine. They are they are even with three other teams. They're even with the Raiders, the Panthers, and the Browns, all at six and nine. So you lose a game and they win, you obviously move back down the order. The Rams and Falcons are five and ten. But they, you know, the Falcons lost both games to the Saints, so it would be very difficult for them to leapfrog. But either way, the thing is, if the Saints win a couple games, every pick from 13 through 20, the record is 7-8. and eight, as one game better than the Saints. So not all those teams are going to win, right? So you win these two games, and you, you exactly like you said, you go from giving away the 10th overall pick to giving away the 15, 16, 17. And that's kind of where you did the, did the math at the beginning of the season anyway, and you were mm -hmm. like, you know, it, we're trying to get the 19 overall in the 2022 draft, and we're going to trade whatever the 2023 draft pick is, right? And so the closer you get to 19, the closer you get to being able to say, you know what, that was a fair – Fair, fair send off, especially when you look at like the math behind it being the Saints have a really good chance to win a really bad NFC South. And I don't think any of us, maybe Mickey, maybe Mickey at the beginning of the season, but I don't think any of us thought that the NFC South was going to be this bad or this winnable. So, you know, it's, it gets harder and harder to criticize that trade when you see just how easily they could have won this division if they hadn't stumbled at every stumbling block. No, I'll say the, the Panthers and Falcons, for me, are at least a lot better than I thought they would be. And Carolina, really surprising, obviously, after parting ways with their head coach and they're on their, I don't know, their, their fourth starting quarterback right now with Sam going back to Stan, Sam Darnold. Uh, pretty interesting scenario there. But, yeah, I figured the NFC South this year would definitely be between uh, Saints and Buccaneers. Yeah. And I uh, thought it would be a, a little bit closer, obviously, uh, but, I mean, we're in week 17, and there's still significant, you know, meaningful football to play for the Saints right now. And I know everyone's going to have, obviously, an eye on that Tampa Bay, you know, Buccaneers game. And I was saying mm -hmm. this to the guys as we were coming in. Man, uh, it just seems every week when you're looking for someone to do you a favor, it seemed like Arizona was on their way, and then they kind of they, – they, they faltered late just like the Saints did against the Buccaneers and Tampa Tom, you know, able to come back and win that one. Sometimes I think that the that Tampa and the, or Tom Brady just does things because he's bored. Like he just gets in a ten point hole to see if he can come back. And, uh, let's see if I can get back from there. Yeah, you know, it's like yeah, if you, you're, it's like you're playing a video game and you know you're really you're like you're way better than the other person and you're just like messing around. You spot him some points. Yeah, and all of a sudden you're, you're like, oh yeah, just to just to remind you, I'm way better than you. That's what it kind of feels like. But all right, we're gonna we're gonna take a quick break here. We're gonna come back and go through some of the playoff scenarios or the playoff scenario for the Saints and how they can possibly still get into the postseason. Keep it locked on WWL. All right, coming back here, closing out the first hour on First Take. This is WWL. I'm Jeff Nowak alongside Steve Geller. And, you know, we got a quick segment here, but I want to just get into, okay, the Saints have one very, very simple way to get into the playoffs. And while it seems unlikely, it's at least simple enough that you can, you know, wrap your head around it as you're watching the Saints game. And you're also going to be keeping your eye on Bucks panthers because the only way for the Saints to get in the playoffs is for the Saints to win their final two games and the Bucks to lose their final two games. It sounds unlikely, especially because the Saints are going out to play the best team in the NFC and the Panthers are traveling to Tampa to play Tom Brady and the Bucks in a gotta-win game for them. Uh, but, hey, you know, it's Week 17 and you have something to root for. Worse things have happened, right? There have been worse endings to seasons than being able to go into Week 17 and Week 18 with a chance. So, hey, it's, it's the NFL. Crazy things have happened. Why yeah. not us, right? 
And the good thing is Carolina's playing for something still, too. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Like, we talk about, oh, the Eagles, you know, have to win to improve their pick, whatever, blah, 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 blah. Every team in all these games is playing for something, and that's what you want at the end of the season. So many times you end up in games. Like, look at uh, Dallas and Tennessee on Thursday night. Tennessee had nothing to play for in that game because their season's going to come down to a winner-take-all game with the Jags in Week 18. So the Cowboys got a rocket scientist at quarterback. Right. Yeah, Josh Dobbs, right. (laughs) Whose parents looked miserable at that game, by the way. Um, (laughs) Like, Josh Dobbs threw his, like, first career touchdown, they panned up to mom, and she didn't even, like, flinch. She was like, I'm cold. Um, But (laughs) it was was just a funny moment. But, yeah, so the the Cowboys just cakewalked to a win in that game. It was closer than it should have been, but that's what you get in a lot of these late games, and that's not what you're going to get here, and that's I think that's cool. Yeah, definitely going to be – you just want meaningful football right now. You don't want it to be, like you said, a bunch of – you know, the backups are in for a team. Even though uh, there is going to be a backup quarterback for the Eagles. Right, but just because of injury. Yeah. It's not because they're resting him. Yep, and Nick Sirianni actually just confirmed that it will be Gardner Minshew, not Jalen Hurts. Okay. So that's what we're going to see when the Saints face the Eagles up at the link at noon on New Year's Day. Keep it locked on WWL. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. 